you have to wax your toboggan once in a while. I heard that for general health purposes, that was a pretty good idea anyway. Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of Dads Being Dads. You thought we weren't, but we are back to, um, you know, talk about all stuff dad-like. With me tonight is Randy James, who you're Hello. familiar with. Oh, hey, Randy. How's it going over there, buddy? Good. <laughs> a, little t- a little tired. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start with an old theme. Mm-hmm. Exhaustion. But with a new twist. Because today we're introducing a fellow cohort in daddom. Uh, over there on the other end of this new tool we're trying out is uh, Jason Fitzgerald. Good. Oh, I just choked on that. Here, rewind it. <laughs> start, just start over, yeah. Start over. Over there. And the other corner, the third corner, Jason Fitzgerald. Chris, Randy, how you doing? Good, good. Nice nice to meet you. So, so there are three of us. We have three hosts. And um, is that, I mean, part of this, you could say we're back uh, because of the third host sort of pushed up. Chris, you and I kind of, how, how did we stop? What happened? I think it, uh, at around Thanksgiving time. Yeah. We we had some things to do. You know, we were both busy. A lot of stuff, a lot of kid things uh, and this holiday is hard work. preparation. I mean, it's not easy, right? We got to record. Uh, we got to, we got to edit. Yeah. And then you, you write some of these fantastic show notes. We get those up. And it's a there's a bit of there's a bit of um I don't know what the word is, a dilemma between balancing, right, the actual parenting yes. and the recording the and, show. And about, talking about it. And talking about, <laughs> constructively with others. And, and talking about the parenting and losing time, you know, especially one of the main points is spending, you know, spend more time with your kids. Granted they're asleep, but you know, we gotta prepare their lives. Oh yeah, the, for, the, for the next day. Line up the little lunch boxes and ice packs and yeah. And one thing and led stuff. to another, and here we are. Like what? Like two months later? You know, it didn't seem like two months, but apparently we lost some time. But we kind of were pretty consistent. I think uh, you we know, week to time. week, we never yeah. really planned on how often we would do the show. So, sure, well, for us listeners, sure. it was a long time. I'm going to tell you. Oh it was, yeah, it was a long time. And we may and we may owe we may owe a lot of the comeback to, to Jason here for for providing some enthusiasm. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, very similar to our original push and reason for doing the show. Yeah, I'll take the credit. I will. You get a fr- fresh attitude. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll we'll see. He sent a nice demo. I made him give a demo to. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, I think it just hear the demo. It wasn't properly vetted. How did we get this guy on the air? <laughs> oh, I'll splice it in. I'll oh, splice okay, it okay. in. Oh no, really? That's uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And uh it was just you know, you got to test the equipment and you have to test the the dedication, really. Right. Because people say they want to do something and you say, "Well, go ahead." And then they they start listing excuses, right? So we yeah. got the we got the equipment, we got the dedication, we got the recording, and yes. here we are. Yeah, and I and will we know that- Go ahead. Go. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, uh, my I will say that my first demo failed pretty miserably, and I needed to upgrade some equipment before Randy would let me on the show. So <laughs> he did do a proper vetting. I, I didn't actually listen to your first demo. To be you didn't honest. have to. I I knew well, because you said all the things that you terrible. told me would be there were there. 
So it failed before you even passed it along. Well, that's that's a good sign, though. A critical yeah. ear. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, because you, you recorded it on a like a headset mic that was very low grade. Let's say, right? Was that mm, is that correct? Is that the story? Uh, it was creaky, yeah. and the mic picked up all okay, the little yeah. creaks. Right, you know, right, which was terrible to hear. Right. Yeah, and then I complained about the the baby monitor I could hear over your demo. <laughs> yeah. Which was also very subtle, but I, I could hear it. And uh, qual- we strive for quality. That was one of your 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 greatest praise about the show. Yeah, I I've told that to you, Randy, many times. That your mm-hmm. um, final quality is excellent. All right, the production. We, yeah, production we strive quality. for quality in content and, and production. Oh, I didn't say the Absolutely. content was excellent. Top of the line gear. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> Super structured flow. And it just got it just got fifty percent worse. I'm pretty sure. My I said the production quality was excellent. The you need me on the show to to up the regular quality, the dad quality, the content. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've achieved a historic first as well, which was getting Randy to <laughs> convince Randy to get a guest on. Uh, Maybe we took it further than a guest, which is also I've interesting. Always said, I've always said guests would be great, but managing them is impossible. Can you imagine having, I mean, we'll ask Jason because he's now here, right? Any random guest, hey, why don't you come on our show, to go through the rigmarole to get them equipment that they can record with, uh, to get them to understand whatever, Skype or Hangouts and all that kind of stuff. It's it's not easy. Hmm. The rigmarole or your rigmarole? <laughs> Thank you. Well, both. We can have them talking through a tin can. I could jam my cell phone against the microphone yeah. and just <laughs> record them on speakerphone. It would be, that's what we now, do. come on. You've listened to, I don't know, the radio talk shows when they have a caller come in. And yeah, it's not always top of the line. But when it's, you know, what's good enough and the hosts still sound good, it's not terrible. Yeah. Maybe I'll just, I'll make Jason's track sound like a telephone the whole time. Oh, there we go. Hey, by the way, I figured out the compromise for this video thing. Okay, yeah. So we're we're using so everyone understands here. We started. We've been using Skype in the past, and um, I don't know why we switched. I don't like all the ads they're doing on the Skype now. Yeah, my whining might have it, worn you down too. Every time I launched re- it. Yeah, it's really invasive <laughs> and gross. And for it's some gross. reason, I don't. I didn't. I didn't think that we could do more than two people on a Skype, but we probably can. Uh, I think so we can. started. Yeah, we're using the Hangouts instead. Yeah, by Google, the mothership, right? <laughs> uh, and it's fun because you can put um, put goggles and beards on yourself and stuff. Among other things, I've and, seen uh, it's it's pretty <laughs> flexible in that way. Yeah, but I've had to uh, squish this thing down though, and click on one of you two, and then I could see all of us animated, whereas I've, I have anyone else clicked. It's just not working for me. I don't know what you're complaining about. I can see both you animated. It's a big farce. You got. I mean, it must be the hardware. You guys both have like Windows no, computers. It's, it's working now. I see everybody animated also. Okay. So well, I, who's your uh, foreground? Uh, the white box around which frame? Me, of course. Yourself. Yeah, it, My, it is Randy. myself. He, he's doing most of the oh. talking. So okay, uh, so you've got it around Randy. So <laughs> yeah. okay, so that's a similar solution then. I've yeah. selected no, I, I one meant, of the participants. And I mean, my box is around myself. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Excellent. That way you, I can see you guys. Because otherwise, who am I going to choose, right? I got to pick yeah. one of you, and then, then I can't distinguish between myself. So you're and comfortable just s- sitting there staring at yourself, watching yourself talk. 
<laughs> no, I'm looking at the two. I'm Most looking at the two yes. to two little versions of you. That's why. Okay. I, then they're your equals, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, I, I mean, want ideally, to throw some. I want to throw some love out. Yeah. For our second biggest fan. I'm gonna let it switch. Go ahead. Sorry. Because uh, I don't know. I just hijacked you, but I'm doing it because we we don't yeah. we don't have this flow yet. So I'm just gonna stomp on you. But uh, our second biggest fan, I'm not going to say his name because who knows? Maybe I shouldn't. No, but JT and the Twitters, who's been Echo, who, who, who's one of the other main reasons that I was like, hey, maybe we should do it because apparently there are people listening. Oh, yeah. They seem very nice. And we can't just leave them in the lurch, but JT. Well, that, yeah, that was motivating too. We got a lot of, uh, maybe not a ton, but we had a number of people asking where we were, what had happened. Yeah. Were we coming back? Uh, it's good to know that I can I can say stuff and it comes out of your speakers in your car while you're driving to work, <laughs> whether or not it's useful. Hey, I've accidentally been listening to us in my rotation. And now you know, <laughs> it doesn't make me cringe as hard as I thought it would. And I actually enjoyed <laughs> it. At some point, I forget it's us. <laughs> I didn't actually listen to all that many of our shows other than the you know second quality pass for profanity. Which I think is an important part, but uh, yeah. that's right. That's the other. That's the other end of the time dedication. Chris does our our sort of quality assurance work, uh, <laughs> making sure making sure I didn't miss anything before we published the show. Right. Uh, so we got to we got to bleep out bleep out all the swears that you provide. The, <laughs> me, I yeah. stand accused and guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because I was listening to one the other night, and you caught me a couple times, and then just I barreled through with some eh, not yeah. particularly profane, but I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. we need tertiary quality checks now." <laughs> I'm only so fuck? quick with the with the uh, marking and the catching. Yeah, I, that was my job. I would point them out nice. every single yes, time. Yes, you would. It's yeah, true. But after after it's published, so that can be your your new job. Yeah. So should we? I mean, should we get into something? Who has a topic we want to cover? I there's think there's really, one. there's really only one yeah. topic today. Uh, deflated balls? No. <laughs> elf on the shelf? No, 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 no. Our elf is sleeping. the The giant snowstorm that continues. Hmm. That's right. Is it? I, I'm looking out the window. I think it's it's stopped here for now. There was a little bit forecasted for later tonight. So we're all in New England, um, the New England of the United States. We may have listeners that are in other areas. I don't know. They, maybe they're all aware. This is a, this is a, a hurricane, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Is a hurricane a blizzard? Is a blizzard a hurricane? I heard it was a clipper. What's they gave a clipper? It a, they gave it a name. Yeah, they give snowstorms uh, names now, as of last year, year before. So that, that, that's, I mean, something. But what? So what's um? How are we all handling it? Anybody lose power? <laughs> Apparently um, not. <laughs> yeah, I'm without power. Other right now. other than during, yeah, it's all batteries. <laughs> Got it covered. It's wireless. It's all wireless. I'm on earlier, solar right now. Earlier in the day, perhaps. <laughs> no, we didn't. We charged a lot of batteries for for flashlights. We didn't use. I should have just turned off the the power to the house. It would have been. Managing the kids without the power is actually quite a bit of fun. It it throws a little, uh, it's like a curveball for them, right? Yeah. The, they they might ask to watch a show, and you, it's easier to tell them, well, the shows don't work because we have no power. And maybe they'll cry and scream, but maybe they'll um, 
be more entertained by lighting some candles and and you give them some flashlights they love flashlights yeah flashlights you get lots of mileage out of yeah running around in the dark i mean they'll, they'll break them in about 90 seconds right right um, we miraculously still have our halloween torches that the little flashlights that look like hobbit torches so we've been running around with those i don't know what a hobbit torch is it's a small sized torch i guess are you making that's racist what? No, hobbits. They're small. <laughs> Their torches can't be too big. They have to be on to scale. <laughs> oh, so it's appropriate. The, yeah. It's, they're yeah, scaled. They're, they're not real. So they're just regular they're torches. I'm culturally sensitive to the hobbits. Would, all are I'm these saying. torches that hobbits actually use, or are you just saying they're hobbit-sized torches? So if you recall <laughs> the Halloween episode, maybe I didn't talk about it, but the boys were dressed mm. as hobbits, and we had scored these little LED torches that looked like actual you didn't. torches. And I don't for, think you talked about it. I think so. We like did up yeah. their wagon to look like a pony. Come yes, on, yes, super yes, fan. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, Back me up yep, here. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he does remember. Dude. I do. He can be my memory. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and you were... Uh, I, uh, failing. I don't remember. I remember the party. You discussed a party that was cool. Uh, I think you, jo- Josie, was because there was a Star Wars party or something. But I don't remember the boys' costumes. Well, Star Wars party. That was like summertime. But, oh, all right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's all good. No, it was pretty fun. Winter, Christmas, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, my gosh. I could go on a rant yeah. about. So I, we were doing great this Christmas. I don't know. Snow reminded me of it. And um, the Santa insanity was basically non-existent until about a week and a half, two weeks before Christmas. And Elf on the Shelf showed up at the house. <sighs> Who brought who brought that? Well, you you know who didn't bring it in, right, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> so you had ducked, you had dodged the elf on the shelf until a week before this this Christmas last. Yeah, a week or two, and man, it was like the longest time. It's maybe it was a few days, but it sure seems like a few months of elf concern, elf questions elf worries and stress the elf was a very serious and contentious member of the household for a few bitter days what I, what i've seen and again and tell me if this is um what happened to your household but what what i see and these are these are largely things i consume from the facebook uh people will introduce the elf and then subsequently complain that they have to then move the elf yes. around each night. Because if they forget, there's some consequence I'm unaware of. But you know, kids complaining or whatever. So so what happened? So you did not introduce the elf, but it came into your household. And then yes. how did it uh, take over your life? It, well, you know, the first few days were kind of enjoyable. I, I kind of got into moving it. But it was the just the, the constant worry about it. So the youngest, or excuse me. The oldest was just obsessed about it, worried about it, worried about it eating, worried about it having food before bed, make sure it's tucked in, make sure it's, it's like just constant stressing about the elf and is she really paying attention? What happens if I do something wrong? And then the, anytime something went wrong, that was exaggerated because now the elf was watching. 
let alone the morning Elle's face was melting against the light bulb and I had to touch her. <laughs> apparently, there's a rule that if you touch the elf, it could take away their magic. Great job there, people who invented this godforsaken her all these demon rules. creature. That is the rule. It, it comes with a, come book a book of yeah. rules because, you know, the one thing we need around Christmas oh. is yet more hogwashery to teach the kids and keep them stressed out and distracted. Well, you're, I think your big problem is you taught her how to read. Ah, <laughs> darn it. I mean, I well, that's what we're supposed to do, though. What did you name yourself? How, how, was the, how did the naming go? Well, it, it was Crystal. The, 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 you know, the child must give the elf a name. And... No, no. What's her real name? Not her porn star name. Uh, that's her real name as Crystal. well. Crystal, the elf. And uh, wow. But Crystal had to be rescued from face combustion. And and I did so, and wow, did I hear about that for days? But how, oof, you almost the magic. And I said, oh, I touched her clothes. So you know, if you touch their skin, it's a different story. And it was, I found myself. So you, you perpetuating this ridiculousness. Well, oh, up to geez. a point. And I have to say, after a few days, I, I I might have broke and said sarcastic things about the elf that I don't. They don't feel understand so good about sarcasm. Now. Not yeah. when they're into it. It's like this. I do the sarcastic Santa stuff. I did it yesterday when it started snowing. I'm like, hey, look, it's snowing. Uh, maybe we'll see Santa land on the neighbor's roof. You know, just like that. And and Molly, the three year old, spent about a half hour staring out the window. And I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? She's like, I'm looking for Santa. I'm like, oh, why did I do this? Start so even back down that dark road when, when they get excited about it. It's uh, oh, it's, dude. So did you have your elf uh, go crazy, trash a room or anything? Uh, n- nothing that nuts. She just, you know, perched here and there, nearly set the house on fire. <laughs> you know, typical elf stuff from what I've read. But those were accidents, but on purpose. Like, they'd make those pooping cookies and whatnot, you know, yeah. the, the Hershey Kiss cookies. I, yeah, I did like the poops with the little, you know, peppermints in the potty. That was kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that would be fun, but you're still. Uh, it's it's an awful kind of lying fun, right? Yeah, it, exactly. That was the thing that drove me crazy because she starts. Kids love technicality, so she got really into you know how about this yeah. and this, and at what point does she return back to Santa, and how does she get there that quick and return in the morning? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's elf magic. That's that's the answer. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's a bunch Wait, of hokey. Why wouldn't you just say, I don't know? Why wouldn't you say you don't know? Listen, by the end of it, she knew. She knew what was up. She did. And she also still says, uh, once in a while, it comes back up and she's like, I'm going to drive daddy crazy. <laughs> Talk about Crystal some more. <laughs> oh, she knows it drives you crazy. Oh, she totally does. By the way, sarcasm works on her now. She she fully gets it and uses it. Right. And she's just six years old. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a lot of lies to my, my son sarcastically. And yeah, the point is, it only is good if he understands. And he usually does. All right. All right. If he doesn't understand and he starts believing me, then it's, uh, it's not worth it. Because then, then, then I'm just lying. For no reason, right? <laughs> so <laughs> he did it. In fact, it, 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 just a, a silly segue, right? He, for whatever reason, I gave him a bowl of ice cream and not his sister oh. one night, and uh, she was playing. I don't know. Maybe she had already. I, I don't remember why. I think we were out. It just enough for him, and so I gave him one. He's sitting in the kitchen eating it, 
And she came running in the kitchen because kids run everywhere. They don't know how to walk. And she ran by him, stopped, and said, Max, what do you have in your bowl? And And he says... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even making some, of course I probably said the exact same to him many times he says um it's just asparagus bread <laughs> asparagus bread right Excellent. and she's like she goes well can I see and he goes no you wouldn't like it it's gross and she she concedes to this she says oh okay and runs off to the other room no problem right because I tell him this all the time I'm eating like chocolate bars in front of them <laughs> Like, can I have some of that? I'm like, ah, nah, it's just it's asparagus. You don't want it. It's terrible <laughs> spinach, spinach liver bar. Right, right. It's just brown spinach. Right, spinach <clears throat> liver bar. Sure, but he did it. He carried. Uh, he he pulled the lying sarcasm on his sister, which I was laughing about for a while. And but maybe it was a terrible thing to do, and I shouldn't have been laughing and scolded him for lying. But he saved me a lot of headache because then she would have been screaming for ice cream and I would have had to give it a herbal. And I don't think I had any left if I recall the whole episode. So I kind of like gave him a little pat on the back because it was funny. You know, I mean, it was well yeah. played. Yeah. So I'm going to dovetail off this one because now I have, I have four children. They are seven. Oh, we didn't. We didn't even talk. No, about we didn't your, do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do, uh, your life. Your life situation. No, I can trump you guys, right? Like the seven, the five, the three, and the two-year-old. Wait, and, wait, seven, five, three, and two. Yeah. So you chose to have this many kids very <laughs> deliberately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, okay. it's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The twins. I, I don't have the twins. The twins. I think would have. I don't know how you so did. You it. have no excuse. Right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of reasons, but um, anyhow. The three-year-old, Helen, is now playing the game where if somebody says they're hungry, I'm hungry, or I'm tired, or I'm bored, she says, hi, bored, I'm Helen, nice to meet you. And it <laughs> just drives me. I, I love it, because it's like my primary joke with the kids, and uh, she's repeating it. And very, very, oh, she's, very good timing she's doing with it, it to too. other people. Yeah. Huh. They pick up on this stuff. To oh, each other, do. or to like adults? No, she does it only to her siblings. Do do her siblings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they start whining, I'm bored. I'm hungry. She says, "Oh, hi, bored. I'm I'm Helen. Nice to meet you." (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, right. You can take a break from screaming at them and giggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's that's. I was about to send you to your room, but that was pretty funny. Yeah. No, I I totally applaud it because she gets uh of all the four, she gets beat up by even the two year old will give her a hard time, but she's Mm -hmm. she's the least of the. Of the ones that will, um, you know, tease or antagonize the other kids. So to see her give some uh, some of their own medicine, it's nice. Well, Excellent. we have a nice sliding. We have a nice sliding scale here, right? Because we all remember. And I'm probably, I'm, admittedly, probably the worst offender. But for you know, first child syndrome, I was very, very touchy feely. Met every every little need here and there. You know, and, and I tend, probably still tend to do that quite a bit. But they're wearing on me. Right. And you, the more the more kids you have, the the, the more relaxed you. you get it. Well, yeah, I, I'm yeah. leading somewhere with this, right? So they're polishing so, you like a stone in a river bottom. I I think I think the <laughs> where do you come up with that? So we we have um, no idea. a little bit of diversity here, right? And I'm, I'm a little curious. We have different different takes on different situations, and, and like just I have an example from this evening. They uh, they were driving me nuts, you know, with the. It, 
Mere seconds go by before they just do something terrible. And I, <laughs> I, I got them set up in the bathroom. <laughs> so true. They were, they were seconds. I mean, it's, it's less than a minute. It's Ugh. less than a minute. People don't understand this. It, it, it is, it is literally the instant you turn your back to, to <laughs> you've decided you're going to do a task other than like totally keep them from, I don't know, clawing each other's eyeballs out, which is the thing. Yeah. And the and second they, you yeah, decide you turn around, it, it's happening. Or it's yeah. like, God forbid you go to the toilet and no. So he didn't, they didn't have school today. And so I, I asked him, well, he's been doing this every day, but he's been doing his, he's been reading a couple of books. So he kind of has a, a quota where he's supposed to read like two books, two little books, whatever, and do some of his Khan Academy work, which we talk about all the time. So every day he's got to do a little bit of both, right? It's not a big right. deal. He blasts through it in like a very short amount of time if he does it. But if he waits and he waits and he waits and he waits, and it's bedtime and he hasn't done it yet, well, he's not going to do it anymore because there's not enough time. Right. So I, you know, I told him this morning, I told him in the afternoon, and I told him like 35 times tonight, and I told him if I keep having to tell him, if he keeps forgetting that it's not going to be a fun bedtime and whatever. And none, none of those threats work. They don't have any uh, sense of time, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I told him again, and we went to the bathroom, we started the teeth brushing, and they're both in there brushing their teeth. They were doing great. Molly's in there brushing her teeth. She's getting better at it. So I don't have to do it for her anymore, which oh, is great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The potty training's going well. She can just, oh, it's great. More diapers. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. I know. <laughs> I'm still in the middle of that. and they're, they, they, Wow. So they're in there brushing. <laughs> and I say, I'm going to go in your room and pick out some books. I was going to put them in the same bed because my wife is outside shoveling the driveway. <laughs> and uh, yes, it's, it's true. <laughs> I was going to put him in the same. So I, I literally walk out of the bathroom, close the door, walk into Molly's room. Maybe nine seconds passed, and I can hear them like throwing the toothbrushes all over the bathroom. They're like banging them on the sink, and I hear them bouncing <laughs> off the walls and the yep. windows and everything, sloshing in the <sighs> toilet. And I said, I said, forget. I'm just not. I'm not going in there. I'm not going to go in there because I've already. Yelled. I'm not going to go in there. I'm just going to wait here. I'm going to wait here. And I'm gonna read one of these Doctor Zeus books to myself while I <laughs> while I wait. Or read and it then at my pace for once. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. This is me time. <laughs> and eventually they show up in the room and they're all jumping all over the place and acting like idiots again. And Molly still got the toothbrush in her mouth and he's chasing her. So my punishment to them for being such jerks, as, as I told I told them as much. I said no. That's it. I'm not. Re- I'm not reading your stories. I I tucked. I put her in the bed. I tucked her in. Put a diaper on her. Even though she's fine. Tucked him in the bed. I said, "Here's a book. You're reading her stories and putting her to bed. Here's another pile. Good night." <laughs> <laughs> Shut the door and left. So, <laughs> and which, which in hindsight is now probably the greatest thing ever. He read her stories, and they're both. I'm not even sure if they're asleep, but I don't care. That's the whole point. <laughs> they're quiet. Nothing's there's breaking. Somewhere, no there's one's somewhere crying. else where I am not, <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Bedtime was over. He's reading her story. Wow. Those yeah, are... I'm starting. I'm giving. Starting to my caring is wearing off. Well, it's 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 actually good, right? Because they have to get that level of independence where they could just go off and do their own things. Our kids, the boys, are starting to outgrow nap, and <clears throat> if they do take a nap, bedtimes have gotten trickier. And we've had to just basically, because you could either be in and out of the room 15 times and ruin that precious two hours in the evening that you have to do everything adult that is required in the day. 
Uh, or you could just, you know, roll the dice and leave them in there. And uh, some nights they actually will just play. Uh, other nights they tackle the door or kick the door over and over and try to wake everyone else up. But <laughs> it's that natural, I guess, you know, independence. The first step is being able to be let go to go wind yourself down. That's a huge one, though. How are they doing, by the way? The twins. What? How are they doing? Oh, the twins. The twins are crazy. They're, um, they're, they're doing great. Uh, the, unlike last year where we were sick from what the beginning of October till the end of May, uh, <laughs> we've only had like one head cold come through, which is just unbelievable. And they're, they're kind of winding out of it, but yeah, they are just big, strong, strong willed, bullheaded and completely insane, but, uh, really fun because they're, they're talking much more so communication's working when they choose to communicate instead of just cry about it they cry a lot though man they cry a lot i still don't i thought they wouldn't they're cry gonna have as a, much they're gonna oh, well they at this age they cry all the yeah, time it's ridiculous them. uh they're gonna have a nice advantage though with the um yeah i mean i I don't want to, want to sound offensive or anything, Chris. <laughs> Just yeah, go for but, it. But the, the, their older sister is a bit uh, manipulative. <laughs> She's <noticed>. amazing. <laughs> she is. I thought and, you were going uh, down the malevolent route, but yeah, manipulative and uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit of. Ma- sure, she could be a little malevolent. Well, I mean, it it, it translates. They go. They, you could. They're interchangeable sometimes. Right. Because, it's like a good natured kind of ma- malevolence. <laughs> well, because kids don't have that kind of empathy, so it, to us, it looks like. Malevolence, because you're like, how could you do that? They're gonna die. You know, yeah, they you might say she's die. Just, she's just having a good time, right? But I think she uh, gets mad the, at me for pointing that stuff out. Oh, you upset? You scared me by telling me that. I'm like, you scared right. me by doing that in front of me. I'm like, right, that's right. what I'm seeing in my head. But she's the, exactly <laughs> paint the picture for you. Right? Don't tell me the truth. I didn't want to know. I wanted to say it was an accident. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. So, so you think, I think they're going to have a? You think they're going to have hard, hardened skin by the time they get out of this household no, I'm into saying, the real world? I'm saying because they're twins, they'll have a bit of an advantage over her uh, as right. as time moves on, and uh, they'll sort of get this exponential growth in their resistance to her influence because they have each other, <laughs> right? So they'll turn it around on her pretty fast oh, once yeah. they hit once they hit like age four. I tell her that too. I'm like, man, you got to teach them to be gentle and helpful because whatever you show them is going to come back right. to you in spades. They're, I mean, there's so many things they could do to her. Just, <sighs> just even just silly tricks. I mean, pretending to be one another and just driving her nuts <laughs> oh, for yeah. weeks at a time. Like the simplest things. They could just start calling each other the opposite names for half a year and whenever <sighs> she's present, right? Oh, yeah. And she's going to lose her mind. <laughs> 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 They're going to institutionalize her just for fun if she keeps doing it to them, right? And uh, yeah, and let alone that they're like big and strong, and <laughs> and she's already sometimes if they get the jump on her, she's like, "Help, help!" One of them's on her <laughs> neck, and she's <laughs> it's usually Alex. This is giant ham with legs. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But, so yeah, it's mm. that stuff's going great. Thanks for asking. Well, uh, so yeah, I'm you, curious about the, the bedtime. Four kids, like, bedtime. Are they in the same room? Yeah, uh, believe it or not, they're still in the same room. Uh, naps, forget about it. They can only nap in separate rooms. But bedtime, we're still doing a similar routine with the reading and wind down. And most nights, they'll just zonk out. Um, and again, it's been unusually 
easy because they've been sleeping really well. The sickness hasn't come through too much. And so they just snooze away and I don't know, man, (laughs) I don't know how long it's going to last, Yeah, but it's, it's pretty good. Good, good. I felt, uh, I felt, I felt sorry for you. I, I was, when you were having to pull him out of the room and put him in the pack and play, and I was, it was heartrending. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, the pack and play is now an, an awesome psychological weapon uh, during the day. It's really weird. It's like if, if, th- so there's occasionally timeouts, not too often, but if someone just deliberately breaks the rule over and over and over again while staring right into one of the parents' eyes, you know, hypothetically, <laughs> then there's this timeout. But then there's like, ultra timeout so someone you know takes a giant wooden truck and starts hammering on his brother's head it's the timeout upstairs in the pack and play room and just the and i don't wield that you know sword very often because i don't want to dull its edge but when that comes out (laughs) the eyes turn to saucers i'll I'll stop hitting now but suddenly this clear sentence comes out of nowhere i I won't hit him anymore (laughs) I don't want to go upstairs in the pack of play. Oh, but once in a while it has to be done. So the pack of play, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just proven to be quite excellent. Yeah. I've, I've been harsher on the, um, sending to the room routines. I feel like I'm just turning into my grandfather or father. <laughs> You're turning into your parents. Turning into my parents because again, getting fed up with just even trying, right? When, she, when mostly with my daughter, cause she's just yeah crying, screaming all the time for no reason, scream. And I can't deal with the screaming. <laughs> You know, you just got to wear the earmuffs all the time for no reason, right? And, and she understands. She's old enough at this point uh, that she can talk and say what she wants. And she knows she can, but she screams anyway. Yep. And most of the time what happens is if she's being totally bananas and I'm like, all right, that's, I'm taking you upstairs. I take her up to her room, drop her in her bed, close the door, walk away. It goes silent. I could check on her like five minutes later. And she's like laying under her covers, reading a book to herself. Yeah, playing like an angel. Right. Like, what is, I, uh, it's good. So that, it, it, believe it or not, as painful as it is for you, you're, you're, you're helping build that little ability for them to self chill, you know? Yeah. But this is not always the case, right? No, I mean, no. it, it, the I earlier, mean, the rage, it, 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 the, the rage storms <laughs> of the other well, side of that we, coin. We've talked about the time-based stuff a lot, right? People, people might hear us saying, oh, it's good to leave your kids alone. And they'll take their three-week-old baby and lock them in a room for three days. <laughs> and It's good. They'll cry themselves to sleep. No, no, no. no. You, no. This all is, is you got to apply this to your own situation. You got to have a lot of empathy for what's going on with them. Yeah. And timeout has to be relative to the age, too. So, like, a two-year-old's timeout is two minutes, you know? A six-month-old's no, timeout, uh, they don't know what timeout is. So, that doesn't work. <laughs> They probably don't even work the one and a half, the two anyway. No, but even even that, I have a hard time putting arbitrary limits on. Like, I, I wouldn't say, as personal for me, I wouldn't say a two-year-old gets two minutes, three-year-old gets three minutes, four-year-old gets four minutes. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a maximum or it's some guideline maybe, mm-hmm. but it's it's not certainly a strict rule. If you have someone that is, like, literally having a nervous breakdown <laughs> after 30 seconds, you know, you're torturing them basically. I don't, Or are you? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, you're the only, you're the best person that could judge that. Uh, but what I'm saying with her is just weird. Like clearly she's tired. She's just being a little jerk and it's, <laughs> it's switched where it's hilarious. Like I can put her in a room. She just takes a nap. Yeah. She's like, she oh, lays, sweet. Yeah. I'll just take this opportunity to catch up on my reading dad. <laughs> and, <You're> like, <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I'm just mad at her. Like, why didn't you just say you were tired? Like, why don't you just say like, I'm tired. Can I take a nap? And that's slowly beginning now that she's. 
approaching. I remember three and a half was a good age with my son. Yeah. Three, three and a half was like the beginning of the new era where he would say what he wanted. You know, he'd chatter with you a bunch. He wasn't insanely finicky, fin- yeah. fickle. And he hasn't yet call. clammed up like when they get a little older and then they don't want to tell you anything. She says no to everything, right? Her <laughs> first my, response to point. everything is no. Would you like a chocolate lollipop? No! No, I want a chocolate lollipop! Like, <laughs> the, the first answer is always no. no. but she's, now I do. Yeah, she's no idea. She doesn't listen to what you're saying until after she screamed <sighs> no at you. And it's crazy, because you you don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm, I'm where I was going with this. but uh, it's therapy, dude. It's therapy for yeah. I think yeah. and I think at that age, I think they're trying to figure out what they have control over and when they need to exert their control. Because I go through the same thing. I picked the books out for Helen tonight again, three year old, and screaming at me. I picked three of her favorite books out, screaming at me. Mm-hmm. I don't want those books. And uh, I just started reading them, <laughs> and immediately within the first sentence, she was right. like, "Oh, to dialed in. I want this book. That's, I want it right now." Right, so. right. That's that's actually a very good tip, right? You think you keep because I will see people do this uh, over and over. They'll they'll ask. They'll just keep asking. Oh, do you want do yeah. you want this book? Do you want this book? And the kids keep screaming at them. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm like, well, you just start, just pick one and start reading it. They're like, what do right. you mean? I'm like, stop asking them what they want and just start reading one of the books. <laughs> right, like, they're too young to be in control. Yeah. You keep giving them too many choices. Yeah. <laughs> they're losing their mind. Like, start reading. And as soon as they start reading, boom, the kids just. Settle down, sit down next to them, snuggle up like, oh, I like books. You know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you yeah. want to throttle them for being mental. But that's <laughs> – their, their minds are all messed up, yeah. Or growing. What's growing? <laughs> their minds sure. are all messed up. And, <laughs> it's a wasteland, I tell you. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I have um, I have a couple of follow-up things. It's It's <clears> – <throat> Boy, which one should I talk Are about? We passed you, the follow-up anybody... statute of limitations or something here. No, no never. This never, is our never. show. We set the does rules, anyone... people. Do you remember the mosquito episode? Mosquito yes. episode. Yes, Jason, I do. Jason remembers. <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> well, we talked about it this yeah, week we... also. So, but yes, 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 we did. Yeah, pretend pretend we didn't. Okay. Just pretend we didn't. Sure. <laughs> there was a, an episode. episode. I don't remember which one. We talked about. Uh, it was a podcast I listened to. I think it was um, Radio Lab, actually. And they talked about this company that was breeding mosquitoes. They were altering their genes. They were, they were altering the male mosquitoes uh, so that they were basically infertile or something like that. But the, the whole idea was they'd release tons of males. Yes. And, and they'd mate with the females. And so then once they've mated with the females, the females basically, they do like one generation, they die. No, the, 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 show, the, offspring the one that the had the goats die. on the island? Well, there were no offspring. Basically, the eggs, there was nothing in the eggs. So the, the, the females would lay their eggs, but the eggs were completely sterile Okay. Uh, because of these males. And so the, the after one generation, the mosquitoes would die. Like a huge percentage of them would die. And they were sort of experimenting with this. And it was a big, it was a big, uh, like, what if kind of controversy. Yeah. Was that well, the same episode it. with the goats on the island? Goats and they like goats were executing the, the goats on the island to then other oh numbers because they brought ah, anyway. Well, they've done it's the trials. Of, oh, go ahead. The mosquito. Well, trials. they've done some trials, and, but apparently, and it's, stuff it's, it, yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's now the the thing. The reason why this came up again this was like a year ago. We talked about it. 
apparently they're planning on releasing big batches of these in Florida. <laughs> Hmm. And so there were there were people posting all over the Facebook. I get a lot of my news from the Facebook, by the way. Uh, you know, all these like say no to to GMO mosquitoes because people like saying GMO. Yeah, GMO is <laughs> bad. It's, it's um, yeah, well, GMO bad. That basically spells bad. It's got three letters in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and listen, I don't want to. I don't want to just say I'm. I'm not taking the opposite stance, which is. We should genetically modify everything, but it's a little bit. Uh, come on, help me out with the word here, Chris. It's a little bit reactive, narrow-minded, <laughs> reactive to just something. One of those things to just see three letters and assume what they're doing is is bad. Because yeah. you could you could probably say there's all kinds of genetically modified things that are saving people's lives. Who knows? Uh, but you know, let's listen a little more to what's happening before we make. Right decisions. I, uh, I'd like to see it at a, well, on a state level like that, though, because I'm. You know, as much as I despise mosquitoes, I have this like funny feeling that we don't sure. fully understand their place no. in the whole, you know, system. And we've, or, and I, and I, I think I've heard that episode and I remember a couple guys saying, you know, we've really done the research and it's been revisited and, and we're trying right. to find what the true benefit to these things really is. And we just can't find it. So therefore let's charge ahead. And I'm like, you know, I, I get it. But at the same time, yeah, I, again, when you're piloting software in an enterprise, you do it in small chunks, you don't do it all at once. I hope they take a similar thing. So if, you know, hypothetically, the food chain collapses because of the mosquito, <laughs> well, at I least it's just Florida that gets wiped out. If I, well, if I understand it correctly, it's very localized. It's not just, I mean, mosquitoes stay within like a, a couple mile radius. Yeah, it's even know? small. Yeah, it's like within it's, it's, a half mile or something. Their whole yeah, lives. Yeah, it's like, it's really small. Yeah. yeah. And so when they release this batch of males that sort of just sterilize the females, then that whole, that whole group of them dies out. But it's, it's in like a quarter mile, half mile radius. Right. And then and two generations it. later, those eggs start to hatch into something. <laughs> that's right. I guess that would be the expected. weird. Yeah. Well, no, the, the, right. the article I read, a lot of the comments were like, I don't want to be bitten by these alien mosquitoes, but the males, I guess, <laughs> don't bite. So people no, complain about the, the males don't bite. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. I don't know. And then, and then the other thing is people don't care when they drive the giant trucks around spraying chemicals everywhere. Like kill them all <laughs> that way, but that's right. Killing them the other way is I don't know. I don't know where I really stand on this. Do but you again, do you remember those I mean, trucks when you were a kid? We, oh, we, we used still to have think them. they were oh yeah the foggers and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. used to think they were like deadly, deadly poison. I remember being if we were if we were out on the street playing when that truck came down, yeah. we would we had to go inside. Run, we would run to the nearest house, whoever it was, and, and they are deadly poison though, aren't they? I mean, yeah, but we'd go right back outside as soon as oh, the truck yeah. passed. I mean. They still come around here, and I think every every Wednesday in the summer, and you have to call and they'll knock on your door and they say we're going to spray at eight o'clock, so close all your windows. And Eesh. so I don't know. We used to call yeah. them. Now we don't call them anymore because we have kids everywhere, and we decided to not have them yeah. spray on the a little west Niles, not this. that not that bad. A little aspirin, it's good to go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, I don't know which way to go. The takeaway is, is basically whatever we do, we mess something up. So mm -hmm. you just got to tread. With caution and balance, I think with everything. I don't know. I feel like the sterilizing the ma the males is, is a neat. Um, it's not a new chemical. It's just kind of like kills off a generation. Yeah. It's very localized. Seems I, smart. Like you said, I, I think they yeah, could iterate with it a little slowly. You're killing a whole if, species uh, there. That uh, yeah, full. But no, you're, you're not. You're just very locally. It's local genocide. <laughs> something. It's very small pockets. Just town by town, yeah. not the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again. <laughs> 
take it slow, run the pilot, open up the pilot if you know. I I told you that I wanted collapse. to I wanted to place an order with this company because <laughs> every season I forget it's like oh winter is fun yay let's do this and then oh here comes summer I'm so excited and we get <laughs> one of my one of my kids get bitten in the face by a mosquito you've seen the pictures yeah, I'm looking at one right now on the show page I was like oh hey, there's Molly why. Why are you looking at Molly right now? I'm looking at the DVD cast homepage on the Twitters, and it happens oh. to be in the left-hand side. It's got the picture of Molly with her eyes <laughs> yeah, swollen shut yeah, because of the mosquito bite. Next to the Boom. Easter egg. Right. And that's like a whole season right there. It takes, you know, months for that to go away, and then she still has bug bite scars on her face from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for killing them. Let's kill them. I got a skeeter vac, dude. Those things are actually pretty legit. And for the yard, yeah, you just—it's got a, you know. Now, why trap. is that okay? It's just not. I mean, none of it's okay. I'm screwing something up, I'm sure, but it sure thins out the billions of mosquitoes we have. I mean, that'd be a very interesting survey. Like, so all the people that are posting, you know, no GMO mosquitoes, do they have like <laughs> yes. mosquito magnets in their yard, like yeah. these big propane tanks? Yeah, it's, it's blasting out more CO two. <laughs> like, we need more of that in the atmosphere, but you know. I knew you'd love that one. Yeah, it's great. Oh, don't think I think about that every time I fire it up. I'm like, oh, my carbon footprint's increasing. Wait, you have one? I just said I had one, didn't I? Uh, no, you said you had a mosquito vacuum. No, yeah, that's what it is. It's a. Um, it uses CO2, UV, uh, pheromone, and contrastial imagery. Basically, the landing, the sticky landing pad. Certain species you're attracted to contrast, some to one, some to the other. They work amazingly. And it's crazy. It's like it gets this big basket full of like mosquito salad at the beginning when you run it for the first couple months. It's so vile. I'm like, geez, no wonder I can't. You know, I go around the yard and make sure there's no standing water, blah, blah, blah. But you get this mosquito salad, which sounds like a good album name. But, uh, yeah. Good band name, yeah. yeah mosquito mosquito salad. salad. That's good. It's good. I like it. Let's sing a song. Take some notes. But yeah, you know, it's a balance. I only run it at the beginning of the season, stunt the numbers. They still creep back, but very slow, tolerable levels. Right, zero is anything above zero is intolerable. <laughs> I haven't found a good reason for them. People would say they say the you know what what are the bats going to eat? But of course, on the show they said ah bats get their food elsewhere, and mosquitoes are so tiny they provide no nutrients. And well, bats eat anything in the air. They eat moths and flies and. But you, you don't know. You don't know what's going to cloud. Maybe our own immune systems will collapse because we've been relying on mosquitoes every season to reboot our defense against something we've never expected. And, you know, who Maybe. knows? Who knows? I mean, they haven't killed me yet, but, man, they sure bit me a lot. <laughs> they may soon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have more follow-up, but I don't want to hog the whole show. I don't want to... Yeah, you do. Hog it. No, I don't. It's no hogging. It's nice. It's nice. Fine. Go, go ahead, Jason. What do you? No, you no, got? no. Follow up. Follow up. <laughs> it's it's fake follow up because it's related to episodes long ago. I mean, uh, we've got uh, of course, Christmas content and summer content. So <laughs> we do. Oh field. yeah, we do mosquitoes. Mosquito follow up. I saw that in there, but it, we were talking about that recently. Uh, well, it's it's snow. It's snow time. We could talk more about snowstorm, but we snowstorm. We went. Um, we hit the sled hill the other day, and we had a whole episode about this, awesome. about the sled hill. And I think I just have to, I have to repeat the episode because it was much like last time. 
and my oh, my trying, dad. Are you trying to keep people off the sled trail? Forget yeah. about my it. dad. My dad anxiety went through the roof. Like <laughs> there, there. So it was a very busy day. We went on a weekend, and it was before the big uh, snow apocalypse. But there was we had a snowstorm last week that was pretty good. So there was enough snow on the hill. And um, boy, I mean, where to begin? The hill was crowded. Right, so of course you send the kids down, and then uh, the kids start walking straight back up the hill, right <laughs> up the hill, right into oncoming traffic. I don't, I don't understand. It, it was endless with <laughs> the the. You hear the parents be like, "Oh, whoa!" and they'd all start like laughing when some other kid would cream some kid <laughs> with their sled, and, and you know it was terrible because some of them were getting hurt, and, and, it's, and it's the hardening of the knees tradition <sighs> for New Englanders. So, of course, it starts with I, I have to – I'm running down the hill because I, I didn't have a sled for myself. And I'm kind of my, – my daughter was a little bit too lazy to walk up, but eventually she did her own. So, I'm running down after them and I'm forcing my kids to go <laughs> to hang a right and walk up the side of the hill. Like, right. get out of the path, go up this side of the hill. And, of course, I'm saying it to them loud enough so other adults start to hear me and they sort of, oh, come on, kids. I guess we have to go this way. <laughs> There's a Mr. Rulesy Pants over there we should follow. <laughs> yeah, something, something to that effect. But it, what happened, the, 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 I think the notable episode of the day was there's a section of this hill, and I still it still confounds me. I don't understand. There's a section of this hill where it clearly points at danger. Like, you, you, these people arrive. I mean, it's like soccer practice. People show up in their cars. They jam them into this tiny parking lot where they don't fit. They, you know, they start to just park on top of the children. <laughs> they, they literally will bust out, you know, their, their, their lawn chairs like they do at soccer practice, park at the top of the hill, start just, you know, texting everyone. And, then, they, and they don't look up. They don't look up for the rest of the day. It's like, I don't know. My kids are doing stuff. And... And they send them the they send them down the danger hill, right? So you you stand at the top Black of the slope, diamond. and you look down, and and clear as day there are these tracks, previous sled tracks that head down, and veer uh, dangerously near uh, things such as uh, poles for a fence, <laughs> a park bench, oh. you know, a what else is there? The the worst one of the bunch is there's a stone water fountain. Ah. And it and it's not only is it like a um is it made of or it's kind of stuccoed in lumpy stone where it's if, if it were just smooth concrete, <laughs> you know, it might be okay. But it's, like it's just kind of skinny just snagging hard, stucco. You know? Yeah. Have you ever have you ever raked your knuckles across those uh spackled ceilings mm-hmm. in your bedroom as a kid? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yes I do. Right. It's like that. Right, and you you know your kid, you're being awesome, you're jumping on your bed, you're like, ah, I can reach the ceiling, yeah. and for some reason you you hit your knuckles against that you ceiling, touch and it for you, like an instant, and you've got shredded ribbon knuckle for the, <laughs> for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, in the, you're in the hospital overnight yeah. because you touched the ceiling From, in your own bedroom, like death stucco. It's awful. It's like that, but made of stone and slightly oh. worse. And and the kids over and over and over are are. We're narrowly missing these obstacles, right? And I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, why, why have you, seriously, why do you continue to push them down the hill? I don't know. And sure enough, I'm on the other, I'm on the safe side of the hill, and I see these two girls in a sled Ooh. heading straight for the death fountain. 
And the smaller one who's sitting in front ducks, and the bigger one that's in the back cracks her skull what? right on the fountain. Oh. And, you know, I sort of spring into action, right? Here comes safety then. <laughs> and I'm like... I've got uh, band-aids and antiseptic. Stand back. No, no, because we're, we're, you know, a good 50 yards away. I'm like, who do those kids belong to? And everyone's like, what kids? What are you talking about? I'm like, you guys are such idiots. And I'm running along the top of the hill like, who do they belong to? Who do they belong No one answers me. Hmm. So this takes me about four seconds when I'm trying to find the parents. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm whoa, whoa, looking whoa. at the girl 50 down 50 yards and four seconds? No, no, no. At the top of the hill. Top of the hill. Hmm. That's fast. So it takes me, Maybe you should... I, spend about, I spend about four seconds at the top of the hill looking for the parents. Oh, okay. While I'm while I'm looking at the girl at the bottom, holding her head, and and I can hear her crying, even Blood though my eyes are bad spring. enough, so I can't really see. And nobody says anything, hmm. right? So then I turn and I run down the hill, three and a half seconds. Oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like flash over here. That's right. That's right. Sign you up like, for the game this weekend. <laughs> Any sports ball team that wants me. Mm-hmm. All of them. $45 million. <laughs> so I run down there to get her, and I'm like, you know, let me, let me see. Let me check it out. You know, she, was, she wasn't bleeding everywhere, but she had kind of a lump back there. And was, I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like, <laughs> no one's, got, I, I'm no one's them, like, here you, for this child. Like, you really can't. And her sister, little sister, whoever, little somebody related to her, was like, she was all excited. She's like, I ducked. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm glad you're safe. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, like, let me carry the sled and let me hold your hand. I'll walk you back up the hill. I'm like, wait a minute, are your parents here anywhere? Because I couldn't find them. I, I, I kid you not. She points straight up the hill. She's like, yeah, my, there's my dad right there in the black and red jacket. And I, I pick, I look up the hill and he waves at me. How's <laughs> the one? Sorry, like, hey, I didn't know you what doing? you were asking me. Oh, dude. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to like, I wanted to punch him. <laughs> I wanted to like sled him down the hill into the fountain. Oh. And it, ten minutes later, I'm walking my kids around, you know, from the base of the hill to walk back up the hill. She comes flying down the hill, straight toward the fountain. <laughs> oh. It's an IQ fountain. I don't know what to do. I had to leave. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. There were so many like there were kids hitting each other. There were kids hitting fountains, there were kids hitting fences, I, the kids hitting the park. It's definitely an in public thing too cuz we've been sledding mostly just in our little back hill right behind the driveway. It's nothing spectacular, but the kids like it and I mean the kids are two so I don't want them to go very far. Especially since I can't teach Gianni to hold on. <laughs> He holds on at the beginning, and they're like, ready, go. And he then di- he just he lets go, <laughs> and he f- inevitably falls flat on his back, and just he looks <laughs> like a sniper victim just flying down on the – I don't know how he stays on the sled. He's just completely ragdolled on his back, uh, having a blast. I don't know. Tube or sled? Tube or sled? Uh, like the, one of those flat plastic sleds. We have to get better sleds, too, because they all broke like instantly. They I, have, I have some recommendations for you. Oh, yes. Hold hold on to those uh, okay. while I find my point again, which is, oh, so, yeah, they were, you know, immediately trying to walk back up, as was Josie, trying to walk, walk back up the sled path. So, you know, I had gone down. I was going down with them, like, in her interleaved amongst the runs to kind of help flatten it out and i was like hey guys and they all look up and i'm like walk up the right side so we can keep it smooth (laughs) and they're like oh and so they do and i was like 
Well, that was easy, and then they pretty much kept to that, except when they barrel rolled down the sled run, which was awesome and worth it, because they both just, all of them actually, all three, just rolling down like logs down the side of the hill, just snow everywhere. It was hilarious. But, I, you know, I distinctly remember sledding with a couple friends, keeping the consistency. And as soon as you were at like the big public mosh pit, forget about it. It was like all bets are off and everyone was just, this is chaos. So I think yeah. it's that whole, you know, the more people that are in a group, the more chaotic everything gets. It's uh, the, the, there's some term for that. It's like the, the they're paralyzed with, um, <laughs> what's the, you know, that, that, that big famous incident where someone got murdered in New York and, and everyone was sort of thinking that someone else would call the police or something. Uh, and no one did, huh. uh, it's it's an awful thing to bring up, but it, it, there's 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 some phenomena that relates to. Hold on. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for like goofing around on the sled hill. I love sending them down in the tubes and sort of hurling them at each other, <laughs> like you know, like little bumper cars and stuff. Oh, you going Plato tubes. Yeah, but they're going like relative speeds, right? Yeah. So if they bump, they bump into each other. It's all kind of funny, whatever. But when they, when you hit a kid that is not paying attention at full speed yeah. and take his legs out and his <laughs> neck hits the ground at this weird angle, you know, he breaks his face. It's just not. There's nothing good that can come of that, especially no. when the kid they take their legs out and then they fall on top of the kid that's in the sled. Yeah, it's just like the moose through the windshield. Forget about it. People are going <laughs> to oh, yeah. get hurt. And the weight differences, right? You know, you've got one kid that's. 10 and he's 100 pounds and another kid that's four and 50 pounds or something who knows or 40 pounds whatever but there's huge weight differences they're gonna do some damage to each other and it's 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 not good it's not good and i don't understand i don't understand why no one it's all and, and it's there's a tragedy right so you, you probably go look one up right now like oh it's so terrible like I can't believe that accident happened, right? And if, yeah. and if you were there, like if you were there, you'd be like, that wasn't an accident. I could vividly like believe it. I watched it formulating all day. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you were in a lawn chair the whole day, you know. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. Sleds. What kind of sleds? Because yeah. I got the, the little oh, recommendations, flat plastic yeah. ones. They jump in with their knees. Crack. Those things suck. I well, got, I hate the I hate those yeah. in general. The t- <clears throat> tubes are the way to tubes are always the way to go. I think tubes, huh? I mean, because tubes you can take jumps with, and you have a cushy landing. Sure. Um, the plastic ones are just. I mean, you basically are like, oh, I just ruptured his spine. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like you can feel every lump of ice through it. It's uh, it's awful. <clears throat> uh, and my my wife has been excited because she's been buying tubes. Very cheap tubes. She's like, look, I just got four tubes for $8 each. I'm like, well, all right. And we took them out the other day, and two of them popped. Yeah. So it, they vinyl or something? They, I don't know. They're just terrible. Yeah, you know, it's like even the, like the the ice pops them. They get like little slashes on them, and they okay. pop. Does and it look like a little – it looks like a pool toy almost. Not We're not yeah, talking yeah, yeah. like, you know, big rig inner tubes, right? Cause That's the, right. I'd That's imagine like those would work. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Well, so so the the fanciest, like the sort of top of the line ones that I've seen, are these LL Bean ones that mm. are essentially they're essentially truck tubes, like Kevlar. Where do these or something? tubes come from? There. Well, they're they're like big rubber tubes, yeah, inner tubes. Yeah, they're for big big rig. And they're they're the, wrapped. They have a, a, oh, a cover. They nice. have a cover with that has. They usually have like a, a solid bottom, so they almost have like a saucer sled on the bottom. Oh, okay. And then they have this sort of. Um, you know, some kind of wrap around them and with handles on them. And they're pretty big. They're like four feet across. Cool. They're huge. Uh, and Molly stole one of those the other day from a, 
some, I don't know, she got it from somebody that was there and she loved it. She was riding in that thing. And maybe you saw the video. I don't know. I posted a video of her going off some jumps and that thing it was pretty cool. Cool. Um, so we're not ordering those because L.L. Bean's like a fancy brand name and yes. they charge so they're like like, $140. <laughs> oh my goodness. $140 yeah, yeah. each. But the L.L. Bean uh, lifetime guarantee. Do they have that? Is that like a thing? Does it apply to tubes? Yeah. I think it applies to everything. tubes, man. No brainer. We used, that- we had a, we used one of these up in uh, Vermont a couple of weeks ago and it was, we're shopping for one now, but they're sold out <laughs> everywhere. You can't go, can't go online and buy one until huh. the summer. It's like the iPhone of tubes. It is. But they have a couple of different grades. But And you can buy one with like, it comes with a pump and everything, the full ultimate set or whatever. You're going to go with the L.L. Bean one? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> Brand. Oh, boy. Lifetime. Lifetime warranty. So you're just going to stick with the one and uh, six of you are going to take turns? Yeah, we'll take turns. We share. Now, the toboggans, those I've used those in the past and... They're pretty good if properly, I don't know, conditioned. You have to wax your toboggan once in a while. I heard (laughs) for general health purposes, that was a pretty good idea anyway. Where'd you guys guys go? (laughs) (laughs) Toboggan? (laughs) Anybody? But those are even worse, right? Those are like hundreds of dollars, I thought, for a, a quality waxable toboggan. May- but maybe. you can get a good number of people on those and make it a real real weapon. Yeah, it could be like a family <laughs> run. Well, I found, and, and I'm basing this on Amazon reviews, but I just tonight ordered a pair of sleds called, uh, I already forgot. There was one called, ah, what are they called? Do you remember? I posted it. What's it called? There was one called Fat Tire or something, but they looked very similar. They were They were truck tire tubes with a wrapping... And, you know, it made me kind of feel good because I'm like, okay, there's a bottom protective layer and there's an inner tube on the inside. The Bradley Tire Snow Tube Deluxe Edition. The, the no, I got the, yeah, I got the Bradley ones. Bradley mm. Heavy Duty Tubes. It was, it was 80 bucks so, for. All right. These things. Yeah. And, and we've been on these, on like a river, right? This is the same thing he's used if you go like river tubing or whatever. Are they? Are they? Well, the tube tube, the inner tube, like the truck tire tube. The inner tube, tube is the same. The I'm always in tubes. I'm always petrified that that. Giant valve is going to impale somebody. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? With huge the... stem to get yeah. out of your sidewall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know that it's ever happened. But I'm a. Uh... <clears throat> it's a bit dull. Did you sharpen it? I mean, yeah, well, that's yeah. the worst part. Hook an eyelid with it. Shoo, forget it. Uh, does it come with the tube, or do you have to go to like a place and get the inner tube? Uh, no, it comes with the tubes. Question. They give you Canvas they give you top, one of the tubes. Yeah. Heavy duty industrial I, I vinyl have, bottom. I mean, I have bike tires with like twelve patches on them. So if you pop that thing, you can just patch it and patch it. No big deal, right? Keep that thing going forever. So we got two. I think two will be a good start. And if they work well, uh, I'll probably either get a third or maybe even a fourth, so we can go all go down together. Well, nice. Looks like this is some love. Oh, Here's tubes. It. Of note in the description, manufactured with short valves for your safety instead of the long elbow style valves. Nice. So it must have happened. I just don't know it. <laughs> it's probably for you know eyes. You know what I'm. Well, I, I think it's a kidney. Eyes don't grow back. Well, eyes don't, don't think anything back. inside does. <laughs> Kidneys will be well, okay. I still say that. I still have to say that, Randy. I say all the time these days, but. Yeah. Eyes don't grow back. They, they well, don't. when you say it too much, they just they think it's just something that you say, mm-hmm. and it loses all me. It loses all meaning. It dulls the sword, my friend. So I think um, 
Yeah, you got to turn it around. You got to really drive it home with the, do you want me to jab one of your eyes out? Right? <laughs> Just to give him some perspective. Or do you want to see pictures online of people with eye injuries? <laughs> that actually works too, because oh, I man. showed, she demanded I show her, oh, some skin condition. And I'm like, I don't think you want to see that. And she's like, I want to see it. I don't think it really happens. So I, I you know, a little Google image search. We saw a couple pictures. <laughs> what? You watched some brain surgery? Why did you show me those? I mean, uh-huh. I'm yeah. like, you just <laughs> demanded it for like 45 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Are you guys texting to... Oh, focus, Chris. Dear. Hey. Should I put the mustache back? How long have we been here? talking here? Uh, enough. Long enough. <laughs> music. We don't want to... We don't want to overdo it with. Uh, yeah, I get a little punchy. The re- the return episode. I mean, yeah, the the internet's might not be able to handle the surge in traffic that's gonna generate when they find out we're back at this. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we had some good stuff today. Advice on the tubes. The tubes. I'm gonna look into oh. that for reals because, uh, like I said, we bought those plastic ones. They all broke instantly. We've got this um, semi plastic, but then foam on top with two handle one. And that just bent yeah, and wrinkled that. up all over the place. So it works it's far like too common. crazy, but it... I think, um, I mean, you're being one of the lawn chair parents, really, is what you're being. The um, <laughs> What? You get there, you just, they're just like, oh, we're sledding. You know, here's one of those, here's one of those, like, it's just some aluminum foil with a handle bent in it. Like, wh- Oh, you mean like the... You can't. The, the Christmas vacation sled? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Those are the food wax. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The tube is the way to go. You cannot send children off of immensely large jumps in in plastic. <laughs> I don't intend to do that. Period, dude. We, just, we go out of our backyard. It's like this ten foot backyard. little oh. slope. See, I think you need to have a variety of tubes for, or a variety of sleds for the different types of snow and conditions. Oh. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Well, see now if you're really going to get a real sled, there's a company out there. Who I have some uh, relations with. For, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me back up. <laughs> I have not had relations with this company. The whole I'm familiar company, with no less. The company is called Hammerhead Sleds. Okay, and they make a very interesting sort of toboggan. And uh, you should look it up. It's fascinating because uh, they're, they're meant for they're meant for like performance. Yeah, they have oh, a pro version. I've, I've seen something like this with uh, back when I was a kid, and it had a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Well, these these are um, maybe four years old, kind of thing. Are you are you four years old? They look uh, like a flexible flyer on steroids. Yeah, with with wider plastic things. Those mm-hmm. flexible yep. flyers for snow conditions. Back yep. to your point, Jason, are awesome. I, I we had these antique ones when I was growing up, and they just sat in the garage. And one year, I'm like, see what these guys can do. And man, were they sick if the snow was right. Right, Those, right, right deadly artery slicing metal <laughs> yes. blades that they had you gotta awesome. dust off the rust and uh yeah this thing would scream <laughs> rub the tetanus off of it and you're good to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow these hammerhead ones look awesome oh you can buy a replacement sleds too and they have a pro version pro there's got to be a pro version of everything right because wow. there's an extreme version probably and like i would say uh I think they do have two versions of <laughs> Nitro. Them, yeah, more than one. Nitro Extreme Pro. Nitro Extreme. <laughs> so 
Ultra. There you go, Chris. I shared. I shared one of one of Molly's slow mo jump videos on your on your Facebook timeline. There, Chris. Facebook. You can watch that at, at your leisure. At your leisure. I have to log okay. into Facebook. Oh my god. Maybe I'll have to export it for the posting in the show notes or something like that. We can do that. There we go. Anyway, any other? Um, hmm. No, that was that was fun. So yeah, man. Welcome aboard, Jason. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Next time you can uh, you can handle the next show. We'll. Uh, yeah, we got to get into whoa, this whole whoa. choosing to have four <laughs> children thing. I I, I got to get into. Oh that yeah, we got we got cause... stuff to get into. We got plenty of stuff to get into. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I did. You know, toes in the water first time. Mm-hmm. Test it out. Oh. All right. I'd like to encourage the listeners to, of course, as always, to send in uh, requests for topics and feedback, and uh, gives us it gives us less work to do with choosing topics. Oh yeah, but makes it and more relevant it gives, to you. It makes it more relevant to you, right? That's what I meant. Well, on that <laughs> note, time to. Arr. On that note, me and my new beard, I'm gonna say, can't, yeah. cue the music. Heads began to turn away from him suddenly. A surprise murmur ran through the crowd, then rose to a babble. The flag seemed completely caught by surprise. Now people in the crowd began to cry out, and while it was impossible to make out the words clearly, the tone was one of wonder and surprise. The ball of fire dipped and spun uncertainly. The humming sound of an electric motor came to Larry's ears, and again he caught that puzzling name tossed from mouth to mouth, never clear, never all of one piece. Man. Can man. Trash. Trashy. Someone was coming through the crowd, as if in answer to the dark man's challenge. Flag felt terror seep into the chambers of his heart. It was a terror of the unknown and the unexpected. He had foreseen everything, even Whitney's foolish spur-of-the-moment speech. Even Whitney's foolish spur-of-the-moment speech. He had foreseen everything but this. The crowd, his crowd, was parting, peeling back. There was a scream, high clear and freezing. Someone broke and ran, then someone else, and then the crowd, already in a, on an emotional hair trigger, broke and stampeded. Hold still, Flag cried at the top of his voice, but it was useless. The crowd had become a strong wind, and not even the dark man could stop the wind. Terrible, impotent rage rose in him, joining the fear and making some new and volatile mix. It had gone wrong again. In the last minute, it had somehow gone wrong. Like the old lawyer in Oregon, the woman slitting her throat on the window glass, and Nadine, Nadine falling. They ran, scattered to all points of the compass, pounding across the lawn of the MGM Grand, across the street, toward the strip. They had seen the final guest, arrived at, at last like some grim vision out of a horror tale. They had seen, perhaps, the rattled face of some final awful retribution, and they had seen what the returning wanderer had brought with him. As the crowd melted, Randall Flagg also saw, as did Larry and Ralph, and a frozen Lloyd Hanride, who was still holding the torn scroll in his hands. It was Donald Merwin Elbert, now known as the Trash Can Man, now and forever, world without end, hallelujah, amen. It was be- He was behind the wheel of a long, dirty electric cart. The cart's heavy-duty bank of batteries was nearly drained dry. The cart was humming and buzzing and lurching. Trash came in, bobbed and back and forth on an open seat like a mad marionette. 
He was in the last stages of radiation sickness. His hair was gone. His arms, poking out of the tatters of his shirt, were covered with open running sores. His face was cratered red soup from which one desert-faded blue eye peered with a terrible, pitiful intelligence. His teeth were gone. His nails were gone. His eyelids were frayed flaps. He looked like a man who had driven his electric cart out of the dark and burning subterranean mouth of hell itself. Flag watched him come, frozen. His smile was gone. His high, rich color was gone. His face was suddenly a window made of pale, clear glass. Trash can man's voice bubbled up ecstatically from its thin chest. I brought it. I brought you the fire. Please, I'm sorry. It was Lloyd who moved. He took one step forward, then another. Trashy, trashy baby. His voice was a croak. That single eye moved, painfully seeking Lloyd out. Lloyd, that you? It's me, Trash. Lloyd was shaking violently all over, the way Whitney had been shaking. Hey, what you got there? Is it? It's the big one, Trash said happily. It's the A-bomb. He began to rock back and forth on the seat of the electric cart like a convert at a revival meeting. The A-bomb, the big one, the big fire, my life for you. Take it away, Trash, Lloyd whispered. It's dangerous, it's hot, take it away. Make him get rid of it, Lloyd, the dark man who was now the pale man whined. Make him take it back where he got it, make him. Trash can's one operative eye grew puzzled. Where is he? he asked, and then the voice rose to an agonized howl. Where is he? He's gone. Where is he? What did you do to him? Lloyd made one last supreme effort. Trash, you've got to get rid of that thing, you... And suddenly Ralph shrieked, Larry, Larry, the hand of God! Ralph's face was transported in a terrible joy. His eyes shone, he was pointing into the sky. Larry looked up. He saw the ball of electricity flag had flicked from the end of his finger. It had grown to a tremendous size. It hung in the sky, jittering toward Trash Can Man, giving off sparks like hair. Larry realized dimly that the air was now so full of electricity that every hair in his own body was standing on end. And the thing in the sky did look like a hand. No! The, tra the dark man wailed. Larry looked at him, but Flag was no longer there. He had a bare impression of something monstrous standing in front of where Flag had been. Something slumped and hunched and almost without shape. Something with enormous yellow eyes slit by dark cat's pupils. Then it was gone. <laughs>